0: I realized then, God is loving me. God is pouring his love into me. I'm like, I have to just be grateful and do what I can so I can jump up and run up and down the street because I know I'm loved. And I know I'm loved in all my weakness. It's not a question of, you know, you're not not weak anymore. It's a question of, you're constantly being picked up. (laughs) And what a joy this is
1: to Val Tocco, Decision Family Podcast, I'm Vicky, introducing today, and I'm here with
2: Father Steve,
1: and two guests today, ooh, ooh. who's here?
3: Hi, brother
2: Raphael's here, hi. Hi brother. And brother Sal.
1: Hi brother.
2: Great, that's right, so we are in Orange, New Jersey once again, and uh, yeah, with two, one younger brother, brother Raphael, and one not so young anymore, <laughs> but I got a young heart, brother Sal, and so we'll... Uh, Yeah, we're grateful to be here with you both. And uh, Brother Sal, why don't you just lead us in with a little introduction of yourself, who you are, where you're from, um, things like that.
0: Well, I'm also grateful to be here with you. And um, I was born in New York City, Manhattan, to be specific. And um, I've been with the Salesians for 53 years, I believe. Beautiful. So I'm 83, or 82. (laughs) <laughs> 83 years old. And I, I've done a number of things uh, since I've been uh, a Salesian. And one of the first tests I ha- had was um, work in the Boys Club at the, uh, New, New Jersey in our college. And uh, immediately uh, following that and after studies, uh, I was asked to go to assist Brother Henry at Don, uh, Don Bosco Tech in Paterson, New Jersey. Mm. And I was totally new to woodworking. But if Brother was alone, he needed help. So I helped him and I learned. And I went to school and I got teacher certification. And it was really great. And when um, things got um, to be like humdrum, you know, same old thing, because I was there 23 years, I decided that we get rid of everything and start new. with everything, just like I was a student, Ouch. and that became the most fun for all of us because we're always creating new things, mm-hmm. making mistakes, having fun correcting them and finding out that you got a better job than you thought you would have. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. And now at 82 years old, you're still uh, making and doors and you're still, we just went downstairs and saw you working on a new project. So. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yeah. Holy Spirit, the stained glass window <laughs> that we put in our chapel door. And uh, so I do these different projects for the house, fixing the house up, and making the house better, uh, either for us or for the church. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy that. Anything else I can do, I, I do uh, for the um, younger Salesians.
3: Thank you. Yes, I love it,
0: <laughs> actually. Great. And Brother Rafa.
3: Hello, hello. So, yes, I'm from New Jersey originally. I was born in Patterson, fun Whoa. fact, there are 3 Salesians, well there's the more connection. than 3, there's more than 3 Salesians. You guys got a
1: picture on Saturday.
3: Yeah, we had a picture on Saturday, 3 Salesians, at least we were together that were born all in the same hospital. Really? Probably not the same room, but we were born in the same hospital. <laughs> How many uh, years apart? A lot. A oh, lot wow. So <laughs> the next one, Father Abe, which okay. we, we all know, right? Cool. And Father Tim Plock. so the 3 of us wow, all from generations. Patterson, is real, right, bro. the generations. Uh, but I actually went to school in Don Bosco Prep, so that's kind of where okay. met the Salesians, and my family is originally from Puerto Rico. Um, but I was born here. Um, fun fact, I got to live there for two years, uh, so I got the best of both worlds growing up. And what else? What else about me? Um, I joined 2010, right after I graduated from high school. So that's uh, 11 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. about to be 12. To so it's been good. We both yeah. joined the same, the same year. Time, yeah, same, yeah year. same year, 2010. Yeah. Fun fun times. And uh, yeah, now I'm here. So it's exciting. It's crazy to be back
2: in this house. Yeah, in a different role. And a different here, role. Mm-hmm. You were a in formation and yeah. now you are a formator, mm-hmm. which is uh, it's good. Youngest formator. <laughs> youngest formator. <laughs> that's youngest got awesome though. It's great. Guinness <laughs> book of world records.
1: Installation order. No, no, no.
2: Um, but as we talk about this, you know, the Slesian family, mm-hmm. obviously this podcast is all about the Slesian family, and uh, one aspect is that we have priests and brothers, yeah. Silesian brothers in this uh, Slesian family, along with sisters and everything else we've talked about over these over these weeks, but um, to have a, yeah, an episode where we kind of d- dive into the life of a Silesian brother, what that has meant for you, um, how that has affected your day-to-day ministry and your spirituality and and just the way you live out don bosco's mission um in the church as a solution brother and so we are right before i'm not gonna lie we're we're recording we're, this, <laughs> we're recording this episode in november but it's going to be released when you listen to this it's going to be very close to christmas so it's almost christmas time so we're trying to put into the mood christmas <laughs> spirit we're wearing no but uh yeah just keep that in mind that we are about to celebrate Christmas and so obviously uh, Saint Joseph is somebody very important to uh, to the whole church, but in a special way to the the Salesian Brother. and uh, yeah, so we just kind of dive in to speak a little bit about this this person of Saint Joseph, the the Salesian Brotherhood and uh, and then we will uh, we'll go. yeah, we'll go from there. so
1: <laughs> before we do that though we're gonna do our this or that's but what Christmas edition in November. Yeah. So we have to get ready. But, so, brothers, I'm gonna Father's Deep if you want to answer. Alright, so candy cane or gingerbread cookie. So, which do you prefer, Brother Sal?
0: Gingerbread cookie. Amazing. I agree. I agree. I agree. We're
3: all, all on the same, same page. page. Good job, guys. Ooh. Gingerbread. Good Christmas here.
1: No, again? Me? Sure. Alright, all right, so the next one is open gifts the day before Christmas or on Christmas?
0: Mm hmm. Uh, on Christmas. On Christmas.
1: I'm with you, too. I like the suspense.
0: <laughs> I'm
1: like a day this.
3: before Christmas. Well, well, we go to right Easter Visual Mass, oh, okay. and right oh, after Easter Visual Mass, we have our party. Yeah. Okay. So we stay up, open yeah. gifts, and then you get to sleep then. Sleep okay. in. Yeah. But it's already Christmas. Yeah. So
1: you open all your gifts? Yes. Wow. You guys we did, No, we No, do.
0: we doubled. We oh. did one oh. gift before <laughs> And then we open the majority on Christmas. Express. You know, you're okay. talking about Christmas. Uh, I'll tell you what I really enjoyed about mm-hmm. Christmas, in addition to the gifts, was that uh, the night before Christmas, we would buy a tree because mm. you can get them cheap. Yeah. No <laughs> way! And then we would decorate the tree that night, wow. That's and then we build the little nativity set. With Jesus, Mary, and Joseph there, and the reindeers, oh and gosh. snow, really? and we built, make the crib, the crib our own, and make the little crèche, all by ourselves, out oh of gosh. nothing, whatever we could find, and make it, and just enjoy that so much. Wow. I love that. Yeah. So we give honor to the Holy Family. Yeah.
1: That's beautiful.
2: Amen. Right before. And uh, I'm, I'm boycotting the this or that this episode. Sorry. not <laughs> just it's been on on before, but right now. <laughs> Let's just give our favorite dessert. Let's talk about something sweet. <laughs> what is the favorite dessert around Christmas time? Did you have a dessert growing up that you you remember that was beautiful and delicious on Christmas?
0: No, I don't remember a particular <laughs> dessert. Uh, I can I guess well our Ita- we were Italian so I think dessert might have been uh, fruit. <laughs> <laughs> <No sugar. laughs> um, outside of that I'm sure my mother made chocolate chip cookies yeah. nice. and that was always a, a delight. Mm-hmm. Um, it still is.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing like a good chocolate chip cookie.
0: Mm.
3: All right. I agree. I have no dessert. No dessert? No dessert. So what a there. terrible question. Was <laughs>
0: <supposed
1: to say. laughs> that was Steve. I boycott
3: this question. I boycott all the seeds. Boycott.
2: <laughs> I want Vicky. <laughs> Do I really only... the, the sweet? No, I have
1: a sweet tooth. Okay, but What's yeah, yours? Okay.
2: No, mine would be... Uh, I don't know. My Apple pie is definitely a big one. They're great. Chocolate chip cookies. I'm down. We used to give a little bit to Santa Claus. And then we used to eat the rest. So.
0: <laughs> a cookie? Yeah.
1: <laughs> mine is anything chocolate. Chocolate
0: cake. Uh,
1: Do love a good chocolate chip cookie. I have a friend, one of my best friends from college. um, She was local, so where we went to school. So all her family was there, so we would go over for holidays and celebrations. And her aunt would make chocolate chip cookies, but she freeze them. So they were called freezer cookies. And so they lived in the freezer, this giant Ziploc bag of chocolate chip cookies. really nice. And we would just, you just let them soak in milk. Mm. And they're. Best, such a good cookie, such a good cookie, my all-time
0: favorite. Great. Well, I got to tell you, my mother made the mm. best apple pie you could ever taste. Really? really? The crust was so delightful, <laughs> so <laughs> crusty, it's all the best part, it is. melted in your mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Father oh. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Steve, do you wish you had? <laughs> now,
0: now, like, can we finish the podcast?
2: Podcast is over. I got apple pie. <laughs> Wait for summer.
1: Uh,
2: no. So okay, now that we've got to know each other. Mm-hmm well done vicky thank you thank you, you, so thank, much you for your, your boyfriend thank you for there. sticking to the schedule yeah no yeah. problem <laughs> here for you <laughs> but uh but a sound. your long life when did you
0: meet the salesians how old were you when you first met the salesians i first met the Salesian, like i was coming out of the service so i was then 26 huh? okay and um that's when i met the salesians uh the good parish priest um, mentioned the name of Don Bosco with such enthusiasm that I went to talk to him about him and he told me that uh, we had New- in Newton we had the college there I could go visit there and I would be able to see what was going on I'll tell you the first moment I entered I loved it immediately because I saw all the young Salesians and even older Salesians working on the, the fields picking up rocks and so <laughs> forth and, and getting dirty and it was really awesome and uh, just, just having a lot of fun together, working hard, eating good. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that was my first experience with them. Uh, what else can I tell you? Not just to uh, see,
2: to see about now as yes. you're as a Salesian brother, what has that been like for you? Um, you know, we've heard from Salesian priests and we've heard from different uh, different people, but for you, living as a Salesian brother. In the world, working in different places—from Patterson to yes. Newton to different places—what
0: are some things that you can speak about? Um, you know, from your experience. Uh, it's hard to say, but I think in general I could say that um, my life has been just a one continuous growth and joy. Because no matter where I went, I would always enjoy being there working because the work is the same. You know you're growing in holiness, you're working with your confrere. you're, you're uh, serving the young in the name of St. John Bosco, an example of uh, Jesus Christ himself. And it's just a, a beautiful growing experience. Maybe I should tell you one thing that was uh, kind of uh, a big change for me. Mm-hmm. And you know, every, well, I, 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 I traveled for 23 years at Don Bosco Tech. And every summer I would go to camp and serve at the camps but uh, one day uh, when I was there for I would say just about 23 years our provincial I won't mention the name (laughs) uh, gave us a a talk on a um, detachment and uh, I I spoke to him about it and I said you know father if you look I'm not detached I love it here but if you ever need me any place you know ask me so he's oh no, Brother Sal, that's your home, that's your home, I'll never bother you. So one day, about so many months later, I get this phone call, hello, Brother Sal, <laughs> how would you like to go to Florida as a CYM? I couldn't believe it, here I'm teaching woodworking, what do you want me to do, CYM? So I remember what I said, and I said, oh yeah, sure, I'd love to go. <laughs> So I went to Tampa, Florida.
1: Wow. And it was
0: such a wonderful experience. Uh, I was a CYM there, and we found these beautiful uh, instruments that were old and rusty and so forth. And not rusty, but just, you know, old. And we put them all together. I got free help from the town and a, a professor of uh, choir and uh, Banned mm-hmm. from the public school system, all for free. Wow. So, so we started a, a, a choir and band. <laughs> that was so wonderful. That was a big experience for me. Yeah, big change. Great. The next big change, I'll tell you, was this. One day I was working quietly in Florida, and lo and behold, the provincial calls my director, and he says, Could you ask Brother Sal if he would like... To build a chair for Holy Father Pope Pope uh, Francis, and I says you must be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> I said yes, and then we went all the way up to Port Chester, and we built the chairs with the day laborers for Pope Francis. Mm-hmm. What a mm-hmm. what a joy! Beautiful,
2: yeah. It's
0: a good, and then so I guess that your yeah, availability, nice. no, and your willingness to yes, yeah. I uh, thanks be to God, I was never attached to any place, but I always just put myself fully into things. And I think that's because um, I learned from my mother. Mm. When I was a little boy, I used to play outside. Uh, We'd play handball because we lived in the city, we didn't have a room. Mm -hmm. So we played handball, and all of a sudden I hear my mother call from the window, Salvatore! She wouldn't say Sal. (laughs) When she said Salvatore, I said, I knew I had to go to the store. (laughs) So I go upstairs, and she she put she put her finger and she point her finger and say, "Come here, Salvatore." <laughs> she says, "Could you go to the store for me?" I says, "Of course, Mama. I'd love to go." And what I learned from that was I didn't want to go I to play ball, but she asked me so nicely that I couldn't say no. And then when I went, I decided that look. I might as well enjoy this. Mm -hmm. So I went and bought the best of this, the (laughs) best of that, the five pounds of potato for a dollar or something like that, a little piece of candy and so forth. And I just enjoy walking and coming home and saying, Mom, look what I got. And I always, so this is a little thing that I've learned in my life as a Salesian, that uh, whatever it is that's negative, turn it into a positive and you give glory to God and everybody's happy Mm -hmm. and you learn. Yeah. Amen, right? Amen, yeah. Amen,
2: amen. And, uh, I don't know, Raf. can you speak now <laughs> different times? Yeah. You, you entered in 2010, it's a different, yeah. you know, it's a different, different situation, era. different era. Maybe you're not, uh, I don't know if you do any woodworking. <laughs> no,
1: yeah. I do your mom calls you
3: your filming. You I, I wish I was that obedient to my mom. <laughs> I wish. No, but uh, I guess for me, um, so originally, actually when I entered, I entered a Thinking, you know, that I was called to be a, a Salesian priest, right? <laughs> um, so actually, it was in my formation in my first couple of years that I guess for me, seeing the witness and the example of uh, yeah, Salesian brothers that were in the community, but also around the province, um, I began to really understand what the vocation was just from their witness. I mm-hmm. mean, just it just tells you exactly what they they are who they say they are, right? Um, so I, I think that's beautiful. I did have a, you know, Salesian brothers in high school, but I just, you know, I just didn't consider, I just didn't understand. I mean, mm-hmm. everything was so new and fresh, right? Yeah. So, um, so for me, when it came down to it, I just, you know, I, I, in my reflection and my discernment, I saw like, well, one thing is, I feel strongly to be a Salesian, uh, to be like Don Bosco and give my life for young people, uh, and to serve God. And really, those are the two things that I, I felt called to. I, I, For me, at that time, I, I saw the, the the, priesthood as kind of like an extra thing to that Salesian identity. Mm-hmm. Where, so I guess for me, um, you know, I was very open to it. And in my prayer, I kind of just saw it. Okay, maybe, you know, I kind of just felt more attracted to you or more identifying with, you know, another side of our vocation that you don't see a lot. It's not that common, but deep down I knew that God was in a sense calling me to that and in a sense I can not you can't really explain that but uh, you know God works in different ways and and so I just yeah, identified with it I, I just felt that passion for it to, to serve and to uh, to be available I think that was the biggest thing like Bro South said is that sense of availability to the mission yeah. whatever God is calling you like you're open you're free you could you could just jump in and go ahead like I found myself very flexible uh you know, Yes, I'm flexible personally, I like to stretch, but yeah, but just that flexibility in terms of attitude, just being very simple, being open to whatever, you know, just jump in new situations. I enjoy that, Pat, I'm very, yeah. like, I love new things, and that's...
2: That's no, great, isn't it? And I think it's a it's a flexibility, but also a closeness that, I don't know, sometimes I, I envision, you know, as a priest, even during Mass, you know, you're at the altar in the sanctuary and there there is a seems you know a separation between the priest and then the people but then to find the Slesian brothers there in the midst mm-hmm. of, of everybody you know? mm-hmm. like really really close so not only like flexible being able to move around but this this real closeness to to mm-hmm. people not that the priest is not, you know mm-hmm. I, I leave I'm I'm very close in the high school whatever It's it's different but there's seems to be a different feel so I don't know if you have the same or if you can speak to that a little bit on your, yeah. Yeah, your ability or just for the people who maybe don't understand. I get a, mm-hmm. questions a lot. What's the difference between a priest and a brother? Like what yeah. what is the actual difference? So I don't know if you can kind of speak to that closeness or the difference that you find between this these uh, two forms of religious yeah. life. First
0: of all, uh, I love my priests. I mean, <laughs> uh, really I do. And I make a special effort to pray for them every day, but especially... On Saturdays, especially on Saturday, mm-hmm. because I know that uh, they're preparing themselves to give that uh, approximate uh, word of God to the people of God, and we I back them up with that with that prayer that um, uh, you know to me is a sign of, of love, mm-hmm. and um, I mean I just see ourselves as you know we are Salesians following God's call. It's all God's call. Uh, I I, I deeply deeply um, uh, believe that and live it and I'm so grateful because um, regardless of the call it's God's love it's God's love God is showing his love and it I I was thinking you know it's like a flower look at the flower the flower is like at the tulip. Think of a tulip. <laughs> As if for a man, you know, look at it. The tulip stands up tall and straight when it's growing. It's just and it glorifies God. Yes, I'll do exactly what you said. Jesus said that. I'll, I'll do exactly what the Father says. But the plants say that too. Because if they didn't, they'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the plant grows is just the way it's supposed to go because it's following God's command. And that's what I that's what I love about my life. Uh, is that if I can do what God wants if I can follow God's command in my life I'm going to be so happy because it's not only me that one tulip is, is included in a bunch of tulips mm-hmm. that we're all together we're how do you call it congregation <laughs> congregation and the priest the is on the altar but the priest is also off the altar mm-hmm. and it's it's just a beautiful thing uh, think about the priest for a second Look at the, 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 the good shepherd feeding his flock. I mean, uh, my leg was, my knee was broken, so to say, uh, a few years ago. I couldn't walk. I had to use a cane. And I, I went to Mass, and Father, I'll say, Father Miguel, <laughs> Father Miguel was blessing the people after Mass. And I said, you know, I think I need to go up there too. I went up there and I put my cake down afterwards and I had my leg back together. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for that man who says, I'm going to follow God and become a priest, I, I wouldn't have that blessing. Mm-hmm. I got that blessing. Mm-hmm. I got that communion every day that I need. I got that healing from the sacraments. I mean, and you know, I got to tell you this if I may. Yes. So I, I met somebody the other day and I said to them, I says, Gee, your hair looks very nice. It's so white. So they says, yeah, but it's not like my soul. I got spots on it. <laughs> so I says, no, those are battle scars. Sure, you fall, but then you get healed. Go to the sacrament and you're healed. And those battle scars, you realize it's Jesus saving you all the time. Hallelujah! Yeah. <laughs> and you keep growing Jesus. in spite of your weakness, mm-hmm. in spite of your imperfection. You just keep going, and something happens. You you do stand tall like that tulip.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's uh, I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah. excited. No, I love that
3: uh, that image with the garden. I never thought mm. about that, but mm. I always think the image of like an orchestra symphony mm. right or garden oh, yes. i mean you have there's different flowers and different instruments and mm. each plays his role each <laughs> does his part right. to play oh, right, and it, and it right. makes a beautiful symphony right in god's eyes and that's all the vocations um so i guess for me uh in my aspect um someone once said that when it comes to like disillusioned priest brother like relationship where he said it's like a push pull analogy right so the priest right and personal christy right kind of attracting people to christ just you know because of who he is you know being in front leading the sacraments being there to, to administer the sacraments being there in front you know to to preach god's word right um so that's kind of like a, an attraction it attracts people to christ right yeah. you're drawing people in and someone said, as a brother, it's like you're on the opposite end, where you're just like you're pushing people to Christ. You're like with them, but then you're like go to Jesus, <laughs> go to confession. So I always thought my role like that. You're like with the people, you know, mm-hmm. you're with them, but that's the same. You're like literally pushing them, like yeah. mm-hmm. let's go, we gotta go, like let's be saints. Like you're just, you know, through your actions, through your words, uh, you're right with them. You're right with the young. You're you're. And then you were like, basically, you meet them where they are, and then you just try to push them over, <laughs> like just like go, <laughs> go talk to like you know this person, go see you know, go to confession, go to Matt, you know. And I always love that push pull analogy. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a pusher. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like it's a funny to be a, a push pusher, though. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> that's that's like, big. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of how I see it. But. That's
0: if I can add to that. Yeah. Um, you know, being a brother and everything. Uh. uh most of my life, I guess, has been uh, 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 unassuming, you know, um, uh, quiet, but especially now in my, my later years now. But I, I, I see it as uh, in this way, you know, we always used to say, you know, the smallest thing done for the glory of God is, uh, has the greatest value. Uh, you know, I, you could be out there in the spotlight, uh, focused on thousands of people, but if you pick up that piece of paper for the glory of God, God puts it together and it's, it's equal. <laughs> but you got to put that effort into it. And yeah. If you do, you're doing what God wants. That's that's the secret. And it's never alone. It's not me who is growing by myself. It's just me and Jesus. It's me, you, and Jesus. And that's the beautiful thing about, let's say, community, family, where you, you're you're doing things together. Everybody does their part, and that's that's the how do you say it? That's the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the glory of God, and it just uh, f- for me there could be no other life for me. Yeah. Now we know uh, we don't say you know what's better, what's not. No, it's better. What's God calling you to? Yeah. What's God calling you to? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the that's the whole thing. And then if you follow that, then. How do you call it? The circle is complete. Mm-hmm. The body uh, sees itself as it should, and, and gives glory to God. That's,
1: mm-hmm.
0: amen, amen. I'm excited about that. Yeah,
2: love the excitement. I Love the joy. It's good.
1: <laughs> but it, it reminds of it's Christmas, right? Yeah. So, so thinking of what it's you're Christmas. saying of yes. this this uh-huh. full circle moment, there's a character right in the Christmas story, <laughs> in the story of Jesus' life, seeing Joseph, that kind of completed this earthly circle right so that jesus could become who yes jesus needed to be so i with that inspiration of saint joseph in your life how do you see how do you see that how is your life inspired by the role of Saint joseph in jesus's life
0: well as as a woodworker mm-hmm. I, I give saint good joseph good. a lot of credit <laughs> because i, I i've work with many different machines very dangerous machines mm-hmm. and i know people who have lost their limbs mm-hmm. uh, but thank be to god i have 10 fingers <laughs> and i still have them and they're all in good shape yeah. and I, I attribute that to saint joseph <laughs> he's really a good protector and saint joseph is always there mm-hmm. that's uh it means my model as being always present and working Quietly for the glory of God, even you know we know that uh, for the most part Mary has the spotlight, and rightly so, she's the Mother of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, Jesus is definitely a central part of that whole incarnation, and 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 going forward. So St. Joseph's the man, you
3: know, <laughs> yes. no Definitely. question about it. St. <laughs> Joseph is the man. <laughs> um, I think for me, actually a uh, fun story. Uh, so I grew up, uh, my parish, I guess from my earliest memories growing up, uh, in Patterson I used to go to a parish named St. Joseph. Mm. Right? <laughs> and that's where I received all my sacraments of uh, initiation, right? it's um, well, up for confirmation. Cause then I later started going to another uh, parish um, called name St. Therese of the Zoo um, but uh, looking back at that I actually had a chance to go back to that parish after I don't know, it's just so many years right um, I think last time I was there was maybe when I was 7 right 6, 8 mm-hmm. so so I had a chance to go back a couple of years and what was beautiful is that um, you know I go to this parish where I kind of grew up when I was very little I always just remember mass and those like earliest memories of mass and it's not about Saint Joseph, but it was about Mary. So when I got there there was an image of Mary Help Christians. Just like a big poster <laughs> yeah. of of Mary Help Christians. And for me, I was reminded that uh, yes, Saint Joseph is really important, but also Mary, the two of them together. And Mary helped Christians, especially because we say, you know, she guides us in our vocation. She's our mother in our our vocation. So in a sense like our mothers tend to take that that spotlight, and which mm-hmm. it's true, right? You think of our own family, but um, we, don't, we forget just how much like, our, the, the, the role right? yeah. of the Father does like, in the background, and especially St. Saint, Saint Joseph. Like, as If you read the Gospels and scriptures, it's like you barely see him, yeah. but he's, he's there, he plays a pivotal role mm-hmm. in, in developing. And I think for us, for me at Salesian, mm-hmm. uh, we do that a lot with kids where we, we don't realize, well I guess sometimes we don't realize just how much of a role we do have mm-hmm. and an impact. And usually it's just from the small those small little actions of great love right that, that we try to do um, and, I, and I, I'm always reminded of that of like Saint Joseph everything he did you know uh, had so much meaning and so for me, even those small little actions have meaning like you don't realize just how much that person will then mm-hmm. later develop into uh, whoever it is and so it's that that sense of um, working
2: you know yeah. no it's great and I think Part of this is uh, the Salesian spirituality, you know, mm. of doing the ordinary things in an extraordinary way with mm. with great love, and to to recognize that, you know, the humility of, I mean, just the the Christmas season brings us to reflect on this this humility, you know, of the humility of God to to incarnate all, as yeah. as as human, and uh, the humility of Mary, the humility of Saint Joseph, but to do the simple things like you were saying, you know, with great love working quietly unassuming uh, but all for the great glory of god that sometimes with our human eyes we see the ones who are in the spotlights who are doing a lot of the things but god really could care less about the spotlight no he's he's really looking at the heart and what you're doing on a day-to-day business what are you doing in your room what are you doing behind closed doors what are you doing when nobody is looking and uh but just how difficult that is in our day and age now like everybody really does want To be known, to be in the spotlight, to have popularity, to have, you know, a lot of friends or whatever. So, I don't know, maybe to speak a little bit about the difficulty or I don't know if, I don't know, a day-to-day, how to live that day-to-day humility, how to live that day-to-day unassuming, um, because it is a struggle to not be recognized, you know, to, to do something great in the house or to do, you know, clean up or do something and then nobody say thank you or nobody say anything. But how do you get through those moments of... I need to be, you know, recognized. I need to be given thanks, which we need to do. But, you know, St. Joseph, I'm sure, was not thanked by everybody. Most people probably didn't know what he did. You no, know? and uh, So in your day-to-day life, maybe you can share on how do you go through that?
0: Uh, I think that, uh, the very first thing is the solid prayer life. There's just no question about it. Uh, we have to keep coming back to our to communicating with the Lord, whether it's meditation, whether it's communion, whether it's the sacraments, especially the sacrament of healing, of uh, reconciliation, because that reminds me then that it's it's not my work; it's God's work. It's not my doing; it's God's doing, and. Uh, that reminds me when I when I read God's word, when I lift myself up to God, I realize then God is loving me. God is pouring his love into me. I'm like, I have to just be grateful and do what I can so I can jump up and run up and down the street because I know I'm loved. And I know I'm loved in all my weakness. It's not a question of, you know, you're not, you're not weak anymore, it's a question of, you're constantly being picked up, <laughs> and what a joy this is! So, h- how can I be otherwise in any environment? Now, I know when I fall, it's because I forgot the Lord. That's what happened. So I could come back humbly, <laughs> come back, and you connect again, and then you then you just keep going forward. Mm-hmm. So that that's the the answer for me. That's the answer, and. Um, Whenever you see your brother or sister in, in a certain way, uh, you know, lift them up as much as possible. And I think that's that's the, that's the secret. Because if you if you do lift them up, um, God will do the rest. And God will bring them all the way yeah. home. You
3: know? Yeah, I guess for me, it's definitely just that root, being rooted and grounded, and yeah, in that in that foundation with Christ. I mean, our identity in christ of who we are like we are loved um like in that also too yeah we're sinners we're not perfect people and you embrace that you just Mm -hmm. embrace that yeah i'm just who i am i accept myself right god loves me and you strive to do your best um i guess for me too even just uh just in the past years yeah usually you'll get the whole question of like You know why be a brother? Why just why just be a priest, right? (laughs) Like we need priests. Like why? And then we you know get it all over the place, and it's. uh, I I think at first it was a challenge, like in the first couple years, but then after a while you just embrace it. Like you embrace that I'm doing what God is calling to me, and that's it. Like let's focus on that. Each one of us focus on what God is calling us to do, and. Live out that vocation. I always saw it. Well, I need to, you know, live out this vocation, mm-hmm. and and that conviction comes with that, which that that relationship with Christ, and and then other people will begin to like understand and know, and and I always see it more as an opportunity than, than more of like, oh, he's attacking. It's not. Yeah. It's not an attack. It's just you know they're being open and they want to discuss it. And that's fine. Yeah. And I love to share about it now, and um, so now I always see those those things as as fine and also to another thing with like um i guess myself i i definitely see that humility definitely changes you know when you you put yourself in another person's shoe when you like you know you you're grounded you know you're down to everyone's level right like just like christ did that you know people are open people see you um you know they see me i don't it's very not not um you know i don't i guess i always say like it's I always see it like a, as a beautiful gift and and I guess challenge where it's like yes as religious we don't have a habit um, I just wear whatever so I and I blend in especially when I'm with young people I'm with other people uh, I blend right in I look young and that that's just a fact <laughs> so uh, and so I embrace it like you know just not very assuming you just blend right in with the kids and and I think that's a gift because uh, people feel comfortable uh, you know just be yourself and you know. And sometimes, yeah, people even just forget to say brother, or uh, which is fine, you know, especially when I'm with people that maybe not religious or not Catholic. And you know, I just, hi, Rafael, yes, I am, that's you know, and, and that's like, you know, that's that's, that's my name, and my first name is not brother, yeah. And the, people will ask that, they're like, oh, is your first And then I realize, all right, fine, maybe I just won't say brother at first because it'll just say, oh, brother, Rafael, that's I'm like.
1: No. Okay. They
3: definitely don't understand the concept. So I'm just gonna say Raphael. And then eventually like, you know, you enter the conversation and so it's you know, you we approach ourselves as we are, you know, we're Mm -hmm. people. Um and that's kinda how I approach it first, you know, as myself. Like you know, my identity is first, like I'm a child of God and that that's who you identify first and then from you know. So
2: That's beautiful. And I think for me it's a blessing because you know, I do as a priest. I do wear the Roman collar mm-hmm. where I go, uh, so automatically people see and they see priest. And mm-hmm. so many times it could be a good thing, yeah, yeah. or it could be a terrible <laughs> thing. You know, especially in our day now is you have a lot of experiences people not wanting to see a priest or not wanting to talk mm-hmm. to talk to, to talk to a priest or not feel comfortable or whatever it is. So to see the beauty of of a Salesian family that there are people that I will not be able to reach that I you know I. I may not be able to at a first approach be the one that they need to talk to mm-hmm. but then there's brothers in our family who like you said can blend right in who are right there who can make people feel comfortable and can walk with them at a level that maybe i can't do mm-hmm. initially so i i really appreciate that kind of difference That you know that that i am a priest uh, i will always be a priest i will walk around as a priest um but that I definitely can't. Like you were saying, we do it together. Yeah, that this yeah, is a family yeah. thing. That's that right. Some things I can do, other a lot of things I can't. And there's some things you can do. And you know, so we do mm-hmm. this, we do this together. And uh, that's the beauty of this Legion family. Um,
1: I love listening to you guys <laughs> talk about it. It's <laughs> so good. Yeah, yeah. it, it's beautiful to see, I because I don't, know, those, because it, I don't there's
0: think- a, There's an old expression, mm-hmm. uh, compliment what you're saying is that you know, one hand washes the other, mm-hmm. and both hands wash the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Can't do it But it's
1: beautiful to listen to you guys. I think talk about it, to listen to both sides of this, of a vocation, right? Different vocations, very yes. different. But it's just beautiful. It's beautiful to see it as a layperson working in the house, the brothers that are there, the work that they do. Also, that goes, you know, under the radar um but also how the students respond to the brothers and to the priests um so beautiful it's really good it's
0: great
1: i have a question for you guys uh tell me first the best part of your salesian life and then there's a follow-up question after you guys answer so the best part of your of your salesian life what's been the best part
2: (laughs) one thing brother one One thing (laughs) (laughs) he's got a lot one life? Speechless. I got, got you one. It's hard to say. There's, yeah. so, there's many, so many things.
3: There's so many things, right? Yeah, but uh, I think,
2: let's, let's, Rafa, you go first.
3: Uh, I mean, I was going to say, uh, Salesian life. Uh, <laughs> I mean, one of the big things that stand out is, is Salesian family. I mean, honestly, and I say it yeah. just because, that's right. Uh, we're all family. Um, there's so many people that, that God places in your life. And it's from, you know, this vocation, first of all, is a big gift. That's one of the biggest blessings is that vocation of, is each of our calling. But then being able to do that in family, united mm-hmm. in Christ. And that and there's so many people I, I consider as really part of that family that, yeah, I would never have considered family without Salesian family. So, yeah. And I, I definitely, that's a, such a big gift and i learned so much from them and i just love spending time with other people that are in this big giant Silesian family <laughs> like, all the different people
2: yeah for me it's it's similar Silesian family but i guess more specifically a community you know being called to the priesthood i recognized right away that i i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to be a diocesan priest like i just couldn't i know myself and that i need a community to back me up to help me be accountable to you know just to to do it together. And so for me, really seeing the struggles of community, you know, I've lived in communities where it's been tough and you, different cultures, different mindsets, different ways of praying, different ways of running meetings, you know, there's so many differences, but to find how that really, you know, that old saying of the iron sharpens iron, you know, that mm-hmm. we are being sharpened, we are being humbled, we are being encouraged, we are we are learning how to be more and more Christ-like. And I, I see that really as a gift of, uh, of the community yeah I would
0: second that motion <laughs> 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 definitely um, community is is it yeah because you do everything you do is is community is part mm-hmm. of the community and the support you get from the community is uh, invaluable mm-hmm. so um thank god for that you know yeah and obviously the young people mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that absolutely. <laughs> absolutely absolutely yeah. absolutely well yeah. it, it, you know you talk about a family community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah we're not complete then we have the um, young and the old <laughs> and in between part yeah. of that
1: song we could break that into song right now and, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys I mean that covered my last question yeah. the greatest gifts God has given you
0: um, you know that one what is that one Jesus. Amen. Amen. Jesus. Jesus. That That's Jesus That's right. can wrong with that. Jesus is
3: the greatest
2: gift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean how do we but I think also because I was thinking about this. Obviously, I heard this question before we were reflecting on this. Mm-hmm. One of the questions and for me, like willingness. I think for me the greatest gift that God has given me is just a willingness to to be open, whether it be to travel different countries, meet different people, or willingness to explore the faith willingness to meet Jesus to, to learn about um, the church so I think because there are people maybe who struggle with that you know, who don't have the willingness to mm-hmm. to try or willingness to travel or willingness to leave their comfort zone so I, I really from a very early age I've always had this willingness to to go to travel to I think it's partly my upbringing with my parents but just a willingness to, to try and to ask questions and to um, yeah, so I, I appreciate that
0: gift very much. I, I, I'm i being quiet because uh, uh, I wish I could remember it. I It's a song I wrote this about Saint Joseph. Mm. We'll, we'll put that on the uh, next time. We'll put that no on, a YouTube video. <laughs> yeah. on a YouTube video.
2: Beautiful. We'll so, come back and record YouTube.
3: that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah, this. for me, uh, greatest gift. Um, yeah, I, I, for sure just l- the love experience, uh, God's love, just experience through to different people, through the young, through my Salesian family, through my community, um, is that that sense of being uh, loved, right, or just that going back and forth, right? Um, so that's that's one of the greatest gifts for me, and yeah, just that sense of being able to see everyone as a brother and sister, uh, and treating them in that way, and want it's like that desire to like. I feel comfortable around you know you yeah I don't know you yeah. and I think that sense of being comfortable around different people, strangers, um, I, I I don't like the word strangers because we're not we're not really strangers but unknowns. <laughs> it's a uh, oh I, I love someone once said or I heard it said it's a potential uh, a friend you just haven't had a chance to meet yet yeah. mm. you know yeah. and that's true I I I think that that's true right yeah. and so I always like to think about that.
2: Thank you guys. Great, yeah. So, so Merry Christmas.
1: <laughs> Merry Christmas.
2: <laughs> right. It's A little early. We're still in November. Merry Christmas. <laughs> when you're listening, when you're listening to this, Me is Merry Christmas. Merry yes. Christmas. But we really thank you, uh, brother Sal, brother Rafi, for for your time, mm-hmm. um, and just to explore that, you know, the life of Saint jo- of Saint Joseph, but really the humility that we need to to live this Christian faith and to do the ordinary things with great love and without need for recognition, uh, but to have that humility, that simplicity of St. Joseph to, to be joyful, like that really is, brings a joyful life. And Brother Sal, I definitely see, I see the joy at 82 years old, the mm-hmm. joy is still, still radiating. So I appreciate that. And we pray, Rafi, that you have 70 more years. <laughs> <laughs> um, but maybe I guess we can close in prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Brother, Brother Sal, would you, would you lead us in prayer? In the name of the Father, Father, and the Son, and the Holy
3: Spirit.
0: Amen. We think of humility, and we think of St. Joseph and the Holy Family. We ask you, uh, St. Joseph, for your intercession, that the Lord may continue to bless our community, bless our Salesian way of life, and for all those who support us, our collaborators, our cooperators, our family members. Uh, we say this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. And conclude with Our Father, who, who art, art in, in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy, be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy, thy will be born. done, on earth as, as it is broken. in heaven. Give, Give us, us this day our daily bread, bread. And, and forgive us our, our trespasses. trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Mary, help us Christians pray for us, Saint Joseph. Pray for us in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, so Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you. Merry Christmas.